On this episode of Rogue Creators, we're talking about what, Lauren? We're asking the question, to TikTok or not? Oh man, this is going to be a good one. You need to watch it. Let's do it. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome back to Rogue Creators, presented by Go RogueX. My name is Brian Fitton. And I'm Lauren Lewis. And this is the podcast dedicated to marketers and creators who are wanting to serve first and stand out from the crowd. Make sure that you subscribe every single week, YouTube, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to get all of the tools and resources you need to be the go-to name in your industry. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rogue Creators. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Lauren Lewis. Hey. Hey. Man, today we have got a question. We do. We have got a hard-hitting question. And I'm I'm really excited about this episode. First off, if you're listening to this, it's going to be awesome. You're going to get some great uh, value out of this. But if you can watch it, it's going to be even better. Even better. Even better. Uh, To TikTok or not to TikTok, Lauren? That is the question. That is the question we're going to be talking about today, and I'm super excited to jump into this. But before we do, we like to start off with something fun. We do. We like to start each of our episodes off with, what are you obsessed with this week? So, Brian. (laughs) Finishing that that question. Uh, Okay, I have a podcast. (laughs) Hilarious. Here's the deal. I've been traveling a lot. And Mm -hmm. so before, when I worked in corporate world, I traveled a lot. And so I listened to a lot of podcasts. But since launching Go Rogue... It has not been, I don't travel, so I don't listen to podcasts, which is weird because we produce podcasts. Anyway. But now uh, you're traveling. But now I'm traveling. And so my wife, actually, she started listening to Smartless, the podcast. Have you guys heard of this? Mm -mm. Jason Bateman. Yeah. Will Arnett and uh, Eric, not Eric, Sean Hayes. Goodness. I always forget his name. I always mess it. Anyway, it's basically, I mean, they... Jason Bateman is hilarious. Will Arnett already is a super funny guy, but if you don't know who they are, then you won't. Anyway, Arrested Development, there's a lot of talk in that. Anyway, it is hilarious. So what they do is they have the concept of the podcast where they, one of them will bring on a guest, but it's a secret guest until they they try to do an intro and then they reveal them on Zoom whenever they actually, so like they've had recently, they've had a lot of, a lot of people on there, but um, yeah, recently we listened to the uh, Ryan so Ryan Reynolds, and it was hilarious. He was on there. He was super funny. But it's just cool to hear them kind of out of their element. They're um, they're a little more real too in the in the show. So like okay. hearing celebrities and kind of movie stars and different people in the business uh, actually be a little more real. So the Tina Fey episode was hilarious as well. And it's just kind of cool to hear that they're they're actually like normal humans. Mm-hmm. Like they talk about like the kids running through and they're you know all the normal stuff. So anyway, it's really uh, it's a really cool show. You should definitely check it out. We'll put it in the show notes. That's awesome, Ryan. Also, don't listen to it when the kid's in the car. So, oh. yeah. They, anyway. uh, they just got bought, didn't they? <gasps> they by, did? By Wondery, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I, I saw that. they're promoting Amazon Music now. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Jacob. See, it is a good show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody was debating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you, Lauren? Um, so mine's a band. I feel like we switched spots here. Whoa, what is happening right now? I know. So mine is Census. Um, I, you will not have heard of them. It's okay. Um, <laughs> no, I, let, let me tell you the reason why I'm says, so is actually one of my former high school students. Um, oh. he was a really, really, he's, he is really, really, really talented. And it's really cool to watch. You know, I, I had a lot of students that had a lot of big dreams, big dreams. And, uh, <laughs> he was one when he said, I, you know, I want to be a musician that you were like, yeah, you're totally going to do that. And it's going to be great. And it's really cool to see him. 
take his band uh, to new heights. And um, they've been like actually big and featured on Spotify and some of their playlists and everything. And they're actually like, they're probably going to be actually a big thing sometime. And so it's really cool to, to watch. And he's still like texts me and my husband, both my husband and I taught, um, he had in our, he was in our classes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just really cool to watch him like do what he loves and actually be successful at it. So that's really cool. Yeah. So it's really cool. And actually it's not like, oh yeah, he's like in a band and there's music. Like his music's actually really good. I would actually listen to it. It's high praise. Not <laughs> like any of those bands Brian talks exactly. about. <laughs> those bands are terrible. But this band. Uh, yeah. So I'm actually interested in hearing, hearing the band. What is the name again? Census. Census. Okay, cool. We're going to link in the show notes and we're going to jump on Spotify to listen to both Census and and also Smartless. Exactly. Senseless and Smartless. Since. Oh, God. Sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Anyway, (laughs) I'm excited about it. It's going to be good. It's going to be be great. It's going to be great. All right. So let's jump into TikTok, right? The, The question of the episode. To TikTok or not to TikTok, right? Correct. And so really excited about this because I, you know what, even since TikTok has come out and like even over the past several months, I've been getting more into TikTok as well. Really? Yeah. Because it is one of the best algorithms out there. It's phenomenal. It We're going to really talk is. about that in a second. But a brief history of TikTok came out in 2016. Originally it was called Musical.ly, mm-hmm. but it is definitely for those that don't know, which I, I would be very surprised if you didn't know what TikTok was, but essentially it's a 15 seconds to, thir- to three minutes video sharing application, social media. You can comment, like, share, all of that, but it is done in a way that is very engaging and that's all that's on there. There's no photo sharing option. There's really nothing other than just videos, which we as a video company definitely enjoy. But yeah, there's some there's some really cool things, especially that we're going to dive into for marketers, for businesses that can take advantage of TikTok where you wouldn't have thought that before. Yeah. And I think, excuse me, I think a lot of businesses have been very hesitant to jump into TikTok just because there's a lot of questions. And I just think as we get more social platforms, there's just a lot more obstacles on where should I focus my time? And so that's kind of what we wanted to do this episode about is really to ask, like, should you be in TikTok or should you not? Yeah. And so it is exciting to kind of look at this and kind of decide, is my audience there for sure? Absolutely. Well, and with this too, I mean, I hit on it just briefly, but as a business hitting into the algorithm itself, like TikTok knows they have designed this thing beautifully because they, for the data side of this, like they can see whenever you're like watching five seconds of a video and you're like, no, that's not for me. And swiping, they know, oh, we need to make sure not to show that style of video again. If you're liking something or if you're sharing something, all that data, they're getting, gaining that. And it's it's unlike any other application out there because there's nothing that you can do on Instagram when it comes to like, how long am I staying on a photo? There's They, they cannot gather that data. And so that's one of those things is it's very interesting to see from a video perspective, the actual time that, you're, that you have spent on specific videos. And they build the algorithm around you. When I first got on it, all I saw was stupid dancing kids and I did not want to see that. And so now it's like, hey, I've kind of curated what I want to see. Sorry. <laughs> if your kids out there and they're dancing, it's totally fine. I'm just saying for me, it was like, I was like, this is boring to me. I don't want to be on here, but taking the encouragement of other people like, no, 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 like find the videos, search for things that you actually want to see. And then they'll start recommending that stuff to you. And now it's a bunch of stuff that I really enjoy watching. That's, That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. <laughs> I'm so glad you got it curated. Yes, yes, I It did. actually, my husband just recently got into TikTok. He is a middle school teacher. And so he was interested in the platform just because most of his students, that's what they're on. And it took him a couple, a couple of days because he was like, these are 
he had the same response, just yeah. stupid dancing kids was his ex- yeah. expression and everything. <laughs> but now he's, he's the algorithm algorithm has learned. And he was like, this is actually, he spends quite a, t- a bit of time on TikTok. So they definitely have it down to where you can lose yourself really quickly in this yeah. platform. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So talking more in the sense of this is beyond just for Gen Z's. This is definitely a, a, a tool that you can use for your business as well as just even just personally, like um, it has over 80 million users, which is crazy. That's a lot of, that's a lot of users and a lot of people to be on, um, you know, obviously one platform, not in comparison to a Facebook or whatever, but active users, which is, uh, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. The, you know, looking at our kind of our quote, TikTok has about like what you just said, 80 million monthly active users in the United States. 60% are female, 40% are male, 60% are between the ages of 16 and 24. So pretty young audience. And then 26 are between the ages of 25 and 44. Yeah. Which 40%, that's a, that's a big, that's a big uh, demographic between that, that age group that you actually need to be hitting if you're a business. So and that's just, that's just it is it's becoming normal now to be involved with TikTok. So one of the things my wife enjoys watching is organizational videos. Mm-hmm. And so from a business standpoint, now she has gone out and bought several different organizational things because of TikTok and is looking specifically for those brands and those products right. because someone uses them on TikTok. Yeah, it's really cool. And I think, I think something to remember is that a lot of times with generations, they will shift platforms. And so they'll move off of one platform and onto the other. So you can't just continue and say, I'll just always stay on this one platform for my audience. No, they might have shifted. And so you can see that our younger audience is definitely residing here. And so, or if you're trying to expand your audience, you might be able to tap into a new audience by featuring in TikTok. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially in the sense of like, it's not just the Gen Z generation. Gen Mm -hmm. X is on there a lot too. You're starting to see more creators who are a little bit older, who are creating amazing videos and being able to express themselves and and even especially within the business world, being able to showcase products and different things like that. So it's not just for Gen Z. Mm -hmm. It is definitely uh, becoming more and more widespread that is for different generations. So So that kind of transitioned to us of how do you use TikTok? You were interested in getting your business into TikTok space to kind of tap into a new audience or to expand your audience, right? Yeah, yeah. So what are some of your top tips that you would give to a business? Oh, dang. Yeah. Are we jumping into t- tip one? We're yes. going through our <laughs> tips? We got 10. Holy moly. We got 10 tips. Wow. We're going to be jumping into Holy all moly, of these. Holy moly, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, first, I mean, you obviously have to use it. Um, you jump in, try it out, figure it out for yourself. And so again, if you guys are not watching, you definitely should be. We got some cool um, examples. We got some cool examples that we're going to be throwing on the screen. So. And so spend time learning TikTok trends, right? Like just like hashtags, uh, you got to make sure that you know what is happening and in the space specifically because it's it's a big, it's always changing. As you know, as marketers and content creators, everything is constantly changing. And so how things are being done, music that's that's being used quite a bit, understanding the trends and what is actually happening and what people are using to create with, what are the new transitions or filters or whatever else uh, and being able to actually uh, take advantage of those. Yeah. I think when we say also with trends, with TikTok, what's unique about this platform is that they'll do a lot of like TikTok challenges. And so you'll see a lot of like popular dances, one particular dance. It's not just like, oh, the trend is that they're doing dances. That's a little broad. (laughs) It'll be one particular thing. And so um, you may think, well, how could my business do that? If you can be authentic to yourself and really authentically get into that space and maybe participate with your staff in doing a fun dance or you participate in a fun challenge, you know, sometimes they're for great causes and all those things. So um, when we talk about trends, it's really understanding 
those parts of that platform that's very specific to TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And I I would say this, not every trend is going to be in line with your business or in line with even just yourself in general of what you would want to put out there uh, into the world. But I would say don't take yourself too seriously in this space because that's what it's designed for is entertainment. And if you can take advantage of entertaining as well as educating and or putting someone into your pipeline or your funnel and driving them back to your website or to another platform to follow you, to engage with you more, that take advantage of that, right. but be be a little more loose with it, I guess. Right. So our second point would be like choosing your niche. Um, and so it's really finding your audience. And like we said, the users are growing in the span of who's on TikTok. And so you can really, you need to still curate your content for your specific audience. You're not just doing some broad brush stroke of, I'm just going to see whoever I get. That won't work. Um, You really need to be very specific with your audience and the content. You're like, this is who I'm targeting and it's the content I'm making for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's what we talked a long time ago, just about basic TikTok, um, you know, tips and different things like that. But uploading five videos up front, giving your audience something to choose from, in a sense, but finding that niche of very specific things that you're going to be doing, because that is what your success is going to be. Just like we've talked about on Instagram or any other platform, you have to be able to say, this is my brand. This is what to expect when you show up on my channel, when you listen to our podcast, when you show up on our website, on our YouTube channel, on our TikTok, you know exactly what to expect. We're not, we're not posting, oh, hey, we're recording today. And then all of a sudden we've got, you know, dog photos. And then we've got, you know, beach photos. Actually, I'll say that we did have like day photos on ours, which was great. Um, <laughs> But it was showcasing the team. So we've already showcased our team a lot. And it's like our culture here. And so the same thing goes with TikTok. Make sure you're not just randomly posting, oh, today I'm reading books and today I'm doing flowers and today I'm a real business leader and suit and tie and all over the place. Am I, is my doing that? I love your examples. If you're doing those things, about your flowers. I mean, I'm so tired of seeing flowers and then you speaking at a conference. It's just. Oh man. Anyway, uh, I love Jacob's garden. He has an amazing garden and it's wonderful. If you talk crap on my garden one more time, I'll fight you. (laughs) Here's the deal. Again, if you're using it for personal, do whatever you want to do. It does not matter, right? Let me stay within the guidelines, but do whatever you want to do in the content creation world, because guess what? It's for fun. Yes. If you're doing it for your business or trying to grow your brand, be very specific about what it is that you're doing. Find your niche. Make sure that you are fulfilling that, uh, that need that they have. You're solving that problem for them because that's why they're showing it up to your channel. That was great. Mm. That was that was great, Brian. Thank you. I tried try to wrap that up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this actually goes for all platforms, but uh, practice makes perfect. And really, um, it is about having fun, but to really, truly be successful is there's intentionality behind it. And so the more that you practice, the more comfortable you'll get in front of the camera, the the more comfortable you will be to try different things, to try different editing styles, um, to really hit home with your audience. And so we're always big on practicing, um, even if it's, I mean, it sounds silly, but sometimes just putting up your phone and just saying, okay, I'm just going to record myself talking and everything and get used to how you talk and some of maybe the strange things that you do. We were talking earlier about us, like, you know, what our hands are doing sometimes are very strange. Um, And it's just, it's a nervous tick that you might have. And so just learning those and being able to just kind of edit yourself a little bit, but still Mm -hmm. being authentic and having fun. Don't let that hinder you from getting out there. Yeah. And I would say too, don't get overwhelmed with the creative process, Mm -hmm. right? Like there are successful videos out there of just 
talking head of somebody just sharing their heart or sharing their passion or sharing why they're, they're trying to solve this problem. And that could be it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to have any crazy transitions or filters or anything that's trending. It could just be that. And uh, try it out, practice it, see what is actually going to resonate with your audience. And then, you know, obviously double down on that. Sure. Absolutely. All right. So this may seem obvious, but it is important for you to be active on TikTok as a user And so really being able to follow popular accounts and seeing what they're doing and what they're doing successfully. And that's really important. Um, Also, just for understanding what you enjoy about the platform, because that will help you create content that your audience will enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, as an Enneagram three, I have I try to stay away from just time suck applications. TikTok is definitely that you can definitely waste a lot of time on there, but I've gotten to the point too. I'm like, you know what? I need time to be able to just enjoy things and be entertained. It doesn't always have to be just TV or just certain things. So for me, as dumb as it is, but I'm like, you know what? Kind of a, a just get out of my headspace, jump into a TikTok. And so being a user on there has been nice. It's actually like seeing what other people are doing, being educated, as weird as that is. There are a lot of people doing really cool educational things on there. But then also just being able to laugh, like having fun with it, enjoying it. And, and then myself, I am not an active like participant, somebody who's actually a- actively uploading, but it has gotten me in the mood of more of a creative mood. I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. So I did make a video, one I would never have posted anywhere else about our crawfish boil because I follow <laughs> Stale Cracker, which is a, a guy in Louisiana who does a bunch of crawfish stuff. And he's hilarious. And he's also educational about cooking. So educational. Very <laughs> educational. Anyway, he gave me a shout out too. And then That's like awesome. responded and sent me a message, which was really cool. He has uh, almost 2 million followers and he responds to every single comment. It's crazy. But be a user on there and start engaging because it's just like with any other platform, you're going to get to know what's happening on there. You get to actually enjoy it if you're a user. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So number five, one that I love. Yes. Tell be us about a it. storyteller. Make sure that you are telling stories through your content, which is huge. That's something we tell all the time, especially with podcasting or video creation or whatever you know, any type of content, make sure you're trying to tell that story. We're big story brand people around here. So identifying the problem, why you exist, why we're doing this. We talked about this at the beginning of the episode. It's for businesses, understanding whether or not you should TikTok. That is a problem that we're going to be talking about in this episode. So tell the story of that and make sure that you obviously do it in a very compelling way. Yeah. And I think for it being such short form content with storytelling, it's you've got to have that hook with like an eye-catching statement or something to be able to draw them in so that they don't keep scrolling. I mean, I it's kind of an old, I'm kind of bored of it, of the stop the scroll. But I mean, on this one, it's like very important because it is just such short content um, that if you can't capture their attention, they'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that can, that can also be in a sense of how you edit the video. I love the TikToks that kind of leave you on a cliffhanger or you expect it to end a certain time that all of a sudden it ends quicker than what you expected is like they're finishing a statement and then it, then it recycles again, because that's part of the algorithm is how many times they watch the video. So if you can kind of loop it back in and loop it back in and keep them intrigued, then you're obviously going to rank higher in the algorithm for them and, and other people who like certain things like they like. Yeah, there you go. Well, that yes. makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which goes with our, actually our sixth point, which is to post often because it is such short form content. It is so highly digestible that you would need to be able to post 
often, um, or your audience will get bored and move on to somebody else. And so it's important that you're really understanding how the algorithm works and being able to create content that's, that's being posted often. Yeah. Yeah. One of the big things is being able to, I've seen this is reaction videos. So you don't even necessarily have to be creating original content. It'll literally be you reacting to certain types of videos. And those are as weird as it is, some of my favorites, because a lot of times I'm thinking what other people are thinking. So it's validating for me to be able to watch somebody be like, what in the world is this person doing as a reaction to this video? And so a lot of times they're pretty funny. Um, but in the business world, I've seen it uh, from like different products and stuff and kind of showcasing, you know, new launches with e-commerce brands, but then also music. There's a lot of people reacting to music videos and different things like that for the first time. Um, just find whatever it is that you enjoy and or your business is trying to communicate and you can just do reaction videos on, on right. TikTok. All right, moving <laughs> to the next one. Um, if you see a trend, uh, see any new trend going viral, jump on it immediately. Uh, that's that kind of should go without saying, but figure out how to integrate <laughs> it into it. Yeah, we're going to say it though. Okay. <laughs> so make sure to, obviously with any, and especially in the business world, if you can make this part of your business, uh, I think we've used the example before of the, uh, the lawyer in like Florida that blew up. He was like an oh, early adopter yeah. and he was, I mean, again, the trend was just dancing. That was kind of the main thing, but it, to see like this middle-aged guy, doing like stupid dances was kind of funny. And then all of a sudden like blew up his, his uh, actual following and stuff and his business in general, because he engaged with the new trend early. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> any, any commentary at all there, Lauren? Well, I mean, I feel like it goes back to our previous point. I've like, you just really understanding what trends are happening. Yeah. And then if it fits your business, definitely jump in. Yep. Yep. Um, so next was talking about just really not giving up. And I think this kind of goes with most platforms is that consistency and persistence will always, uh, win out. Um, just that with TikTok, you, know, you talked about how you need at least five to start with, yeah. um, but it could be 50 down the road. I mean, it just, you never know what's going to really resonate with your audience. And so it's important to keep going until you kind of find that stride and then continue to produce that kind of content that your audience is engaging with and, and really excited about. Yeah. Yeah. And don't be afraid to go back and delete things as well. If you, if you've learned like, Hey, I tried to do a bunch of reaction videos and that did not work, but me just sitting in front of the camera, going over just specific questions that my, my clients ask me all the time. And I'm just answering these questions. All of a sudden people are like, Oh, that's great. That's great. Let's keep doing that. Then double down on it. So as we've continued, just like to say, when we talk about being authentic and again, this is just such a buzzword and it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's annoying to almost hear people like be authentic. But the important part is, especially with TikTok, it'd be very easy to go off brand. Yeah. It's okay to have fun and to relax a little, but it's still important that when they come to, like you were saying, if you're expecting a, a great business that is a lot more formal and they're, they're talking about flowers as you were saying earlier, <laughs> it would be strange. And so yeah. just really understanding your brand and how to really portray your culture through TikTok accurately. Yeah. Or have that as a segment of what to expect in some of the content you're producing. And that, that goes along with the content strategy of understanding your audience and what they're interested in. So it could be like, hey, the fun videos we do are of our culture, of our mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. But when we do educational stuff, we do it in this very strict format to kind of still match our brand. But we want to show that we're human as well. And we do like to have fun around the office. That is totally fine. Maybe it's just not fun educational and fun this. We're all dancing. We're doing all the things. And it's like, yeah, but you're, you know, a funeral home or something. I don't know. Maybe that's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it goes deal, yeah. into our final point 
um, <laughs> regardless of your industry, um, to have fun. <laughs> Yes. Even if you're a funeral home, you should totally have fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. In a very respectful way. Um, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but it is the point of the platform is entertainment. And so there's great ways um, to be able to do that. But the best kind of content comes out of when you're having a good time. Um, with our podcast, there's a huge difference when we are like stressed out <laughs> as opposed to when we're actually enjoying being with one another and we're talking and we're having a great time. Those podcasts tend to be a lot better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know if a lot better is good. We kind of get off the rails, but <laughs> I will say this. So yeah, I agree that the have fun with it because it is an entertainment platform from the beginning. And if you can integrate your brand, your your story, all of that stuff through it, then you should do that in the most fun way because this is not LinkedIn. You, I, We've talked about it a thousand times. The content that you're seeing on LinkedIn is not what you're going to see on Twitter or on uh, on TikTok. And so it is one of those things of making sure to know that when your audience shows up on that platform, they're expecting something very specific. Right. So again, be be cautious. Yeah. But you can also have this side where you, like you used to say all the time, surprise and delight kind of thing. <gasps> I so used to say that. It is kind of fun to see brands do something very different, oh, but yeah. it's still on brand for them. Like showing maybe the culture behind a very serious business that you never knew what it was like to work for them. Yeah. Um, and you see some really interesting things through that, that, that can be very engaging to your audience. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Hey, I hope that you guys have gotten some good info out of this, uh, this podcast, but it's been a lot of fun for us. And then again, shout out to Ashley and Abigail putting together some awesome slides and very interactive. Again, we're trying to do things differently around here to make sure that you get the most value out of listening to our show or watching our show. So please give us some feedback if you enjoyed this and uh, make sure you jump on our YouTube channel to see the entire episode. If you are listening right now, you can also join our Rogue Creators Facebook group, which will post a lot of this information in there as well. And give us some of that feedback. We love your interaction. If you're on TikTok and you're using it for your business, please, please let us know because we would like to see the examples and be able to share your content out as well. And uh, But until next time, we'll see you then. Thanks. What are we? Uh, it's rapid fire. It's rapid fire. Oh, it is rapid fire. All right, let's do this. Rapid, rapid fire, fire, fire. Are you ready? Are oh, you ready, I'm Jacob? So are you ready? <sighs> All right. <laughs> Question number one. Mm. If you had to get a tattoo right now, what would it be? And I'm adding a caveat. I'm the one giving you the tattoo. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I had one. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Never seen your art skills, Jacob. So uh, they're top notch. <laughs> the uh, the Tef series, Hickory Design, uh, yes. the Tef series, the Christmas series that we went through, all of his designs. Oh, those were so, so cool, freaking good. So much line work. That was yeah, that was good stuff. So you think Jacob could do that? No, but uh, I think he could try. I'm really you know good what? at tracing. <laughs> there you go. That's all tattooing is. Come on. I'm so sorry if you're a tattoo artist out there. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to insult your artistry and I apologize. You're never getting a tattoo again. Apparently not. <laughs> Word got out. All right. What about you, Lauren? Um, I actually, well, I mean, again, now that we have this caveat, it's kind of, <laughs> but um, I am actually going to be adding on to my current tattoo on my arm. Um, so I would be adding on some different uh, elements behind the flower that I have. Yeah. 
Absolutely. That's really good. And Jacob would love to do that. I'm, apparently. He's just going to trace it out. <laughs> I know there's a lot more than just oh, tracing. Goodness. Okay. I'm so sorry. Okay. Second question. Question number two. What is the worst thing you did as a kid? <laughs> All right. Go, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, when my mom was out running errands, my sister and I took my dad's golf clubs and went golfing inside our house. We totally nicked up the trim. Then we tried to paint it and didn't realize there was a hole in the bottom of the can, so we got paint all over the carpet. <laughs> Miraculously, somehow, we were able to clean it up before my mom got home, and she did not notice because we had done such a good job touching up the trim. She did not realize this about until we were in high school. Dang, that's a great time, too, because <laughs> at that point, you're like... <laughs> Long time has passed, mom. All right. Uh, so I have a couple real quick. One time I tackled my mom. At, we were out singing Christmas carols. Uh, it's a whole other story. But I tackled my mom in the lawn of somebody's. It's just like something came over me and I was like, ah, my poor mother. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was probably 10. I don't know. I really have thought about this. It was pretty terrible. Um, the second thing is we had a waterbed uh, when I was a kid. And we used to live in a tiny house with me and my sister shared a room. And it, uh, yeah, we tried to move the waterbed. So we like somehow was able to get like the thing holding the water like over the edge to where my dad came home from work. He was like, they could not move it. It was so heavy because of the water. So they had to drain it. So it was like a four hour ordeal of them and it was super late and my poor parents anyway <laughs> yeah but let's go back to why I tackled your mom why I tackled my mom <laughs> I don't know oh, Christmas caroling we were Christmas uh, caroling I need more context for the story oh <laughs> that's that's for another episode <laughs> anyway I'm gonna call this okay we're out <laughs> Griffin uh Tranquility Base here the Eagle has landed